Alright guys, welcome back to another week at Cocktails at the Chateau. It's Devrin and Tink here, ready for another episode. And this week's episode is called, You're Not My Dad. <laughs> <laughs> dating with children or dating someone with children. So let's go ahead and get it kicked off. Uh, so what are we drinking on today? Um, This is the Baby Maker. Mm-hmm. Um, And it consists of 1800 tequila. Reposado. Yeah, yeah, it's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit of palm juice, but it's the palm juice with the um, cherry. Mm-hmm. And then it's um, ocean spray, cranberry, pomegranate. Okay. A little dash of lime juice. I like lime juice and everything. Lord Jesus. And then, <laughs> and then you top that off with a little Sprite. Um, but I topped I topped ours off with uh, some bubbly yet again yellowtail <laughs> sparkling rosé. Awesome, awesome. We're also with our cocktail. We're having a little dessert as well. Uh, we have this beautiful rum cake here that's made by my girl Takira. So if y'all ever in the DMV and y'all need a cake or some kind of dessert made, please check her out at Stacking Cakes on Instagram, and that is Stacking, which is S T A C K. I N dot cakes on Instagram. Yes. Chow, chow, chow. And my fat girl boy. <laughs> so how was your week, girl? It was good. It was long, but it was good. Because mine was some shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I had a tumultuous week. I got hurt at work, some dumb shit. <laughs> and I almost took myself out with a box cutter. Went ahead and got a tetanus shot. And thank God I did. But no one told me it was going to be the worst pain in life. Like, I just wanted to take the whole fucking arm off at that point. They done changed it up because back in the day, your arm was a little sore. And then after that, you got over with. I told you you was frightening. You frightening me because I had one sketch. (laughs) No, seriously. Like, the lady came in and she she was like, am I the one supposed to jab you? I said, jab me, bitch. Okay. So she gets all ready to do the whole process. And she's not talking to me. And I'm a big baby. Like, I can do tattoos, but shots I cannot do. So she's not talking. So I start, I'm like, hey, how's your day going? You know, you do this often. How long you been doing this? Trying to have a conversation. She's not having it. She was like, I'm going to grab your arm really tight, and that's all you're going to feel. And I was like, okay. So I felt her grab my arm, and I felt her do it. And I was like, okay, you do a good job because it didn't hurt. And she was like, oh, it didn't hurt? I said, no. She was like, okay. (laughs) So she cleans up, puts the Band-Aid on. Mind you, she puts the Band-Aid. When I got home, I realized she put the (laughs) Band-Aid In a spot she didn't do the goddamn shot at. But nevertheless, my arm started burning. And I could not drive. That's my driving arm. So it was hell getting home. The next morning I woke up, my whole entire body felt like one big bruise. I got my (laughs) ass beat. And I was just like, I cannot. And I don't know why I told her I can go back to work. Because my body was just hurting. I told my team, I was like, I can't be in today. I can't do it. I'm going to tell her work today. So what the technic shop took you out. It sort of fuck did. <laughs> so, we going to jump into the topic because last week they said that um, we spent too much damn time on our icebreakers. <laughs> so, we're going to get to the topic. So, the first thing I want to talk about. Ooh, I need to stop eating this cake right now. Y'all can hear that. But, disciplining your kids. So, I have a three part question about this for you. And it goes to how do you feel about disciplining your your, your kids? Um, how do you feel about someone you dated that's not their parents disciplining your child or 
your tribe or your family correcting your child in situations like that. So, how do you feel about discipline when it comes to kids? Well, I can only talk about disciplining my own child. Right. Um, I believe in discipline. <laughs> I believe in spanking. Uh huh. You know, people make it seem like you know today. You know, you know the the, the doctors. I don't know who these people are. The doctors and stuff like that. They talk about how your children will be uh, mentally uh, messed up or whatever the case may be if you spank them. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, I think there's a difference between spanking your child and disciplining them Mm -hmm. than abuse. Right. Now, that's totally different. Now, yes, that is mentally scarred and some old stuff, you know, (laughs) if you just go straight ham. Right. But... You know, I do believe in talking to your child, Mm. you know, but I think there's a point where you do have to spank. Right. There's a point that you do have to show tough love. Mm -hmm. Because what I see in a school child, let me tell you something, that's the kind of stuff that makes you either want to get some birth control or something like that because some people talk to their children, no, no little Susie, no little Billy. And Billy and Susie cussing mama out. Now I wish my child would. See, I'm a firm believer in ass whooping. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in it. Mm. I think that's one of the reasons why, and I was told I was uh, problematic for saying that, but it's one of the reasons why kids are doing the shit they're doing now. You got it. Because <laughs> my mom raised two boys, and I, I will say, you know, by herself, um, as far as being the main disciplinary, because our fathers didn't beat us. Or discipline us when it came to different things. But my mama, she played no games. And I think she got to a point where she knew the beating wasn't what was going to get me. Mm-hmm. My mom knows that it's psychological with me. So if I see my brother get his ass whooped first, <laughs> oh, bitch, I'm done. I'm falling out. <laughs> I don't want no problems. I'm sorry, mama. I'm done. Like, I, I won't do it again. But some of the shit that me and my brother did, we deserved it. Like, we didn't. Gotten fights in the house, put holes in the wall. I remember one time, who was it? Me, me and my brother were fighting, and I think I went to pepper spray. Ooh, wait I, a minute. I, I found my mom's pepper spray in the drawer, and I went to pepper spray, and it got all over my mom's white walls. Ooh. So at this time, we were staying home um, by ourselves at the time. So my mom, she on the phone talking to one of her girlfriends. She walk in the house, just, yeah, girl, da 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 da. And me and my brother sit on the couch, acting like nothing wrong, quiet. So she walk in the kitchen, and all you hear was, girl, I'm going to call you back. <laughs> and it was at that moment. <laughs> I want y'all, y'all homework done? Okay, go take a bath, and when you get to take the bath, have your ass downstairs. Yes, don't dry y'all. Exactly. <laughs> I call that the wet one. <laughs> Not the wet one. Yeah. And then on top of that, it wasn't like, and then at a certain age, I think my mom knew that the belt wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. So she got two boys. And it got to a point where she was handling asses like niggas on the a street. Piece <laughs> <in a> <laughs> I think the worst beating I ever got from my mom. And this time I didn't deserve it. <laughs> I don't know what she was going through. And I know she could hear me in the room. That's why she got quiet. <laughs> but um, the worst beating had to be, I was like 23. Oh, wow. Was the worst, like, ass whooping I got from my mom. And it was all over a fish filet sandwich from McDonald's. <laughs> so, a quick quick story time, because I need to get this out. 
because this, this weighs on my spirit all the Therapy. time. Yes. <laughs> so I was working retail at this one place uh, where we live at, and it was during Black Friday. So my mom hit me up. She was like, um, can you go to Chick-fil-A and get me a sandwich? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. So when I realized that, you know, Chick-fil-A, they don't honor any type of, like, holiday hours. They're going to close at regular time. They're supposed to close. So I hit her up, and I said, you know, Chick-fil-A is going to be closed by the time I get off. Did you want something else? Mm-hmm. No response. Now, mind you, it's been two hours, so I'm just figuring because she didn't respond, she already got something to eat. Mm-hmm. So I took myself to McDonald's and got me something to eat. <laughs> now, mind you, at this time, our cousin just started living with us. Mm-hmm. So I come home. I'm sitting to eat my food or whatever. My cousin sit on the couch. And so my mom says something like, oh, you didn't get my text message? So you got yourself to eat something to eat. They bring me nothing. And I'm like, you didn't respond. And so she's like, oh, you must have. I, I showed her my phone. And she was like, oh, you must have deleted with your, uh, your smart ass. And I said, why would I delete the message saying I would get you something from Chick-fil-A and did not respond to McDonald's? I said, I mean, logically, Chick-fil-A is more expensive than McDonald's. Why would I say no to one and then not the other? Mm-hmm. So she said something else, and my I have a smart mouth. <laughs> so I'm walking away, and I said something, something get your life. So I didn't know it was humanly possible, because I only seen this shit on uh, cartoons. So as I'm walking away, I don't hear her come up behind me, and she hooked my ass with a left hook, knocked my glasses off, knocked my derma out, everything. So, <laughs> so as I'm going down the steps. She's launching Lysol bottles, air fresheners at me. And I'm like, I got to get down. Me and her going back and forth. So I think I text my dad. I was like, come get me. And my cousin that's with us is still sitting on the, on the chair, not doing nothing, just playing on his phone. So I think, I don't know what she said. I can't, I don't know what she said, but I said something back to her. And you know how the, the stairs are in the house. Okay, there's no spiral staircase. It's like you come down, down, and then down. Right. So... I don't know if she flew or what, <laughs> but that baby came down the steps so quick and started lighting my ass up with nothing but face shots. She was angry. Yes. So I'm like, I'm looking at my cousin like, get her off of me. <laughs> like, I can't, it's my mom. I can't do, like, you can't do nothing. It's your mom. So I'm like, get her off of me. And he was like, I ain't in that. And so finally, I think after like the seventh face shot. I said, I couldn't take it no more. So I just like took my arm. I think I like Superman her off of me. And big mistake. So she had stumbled into the TV when I did that. Uh-oh. So, of course, now she's like, oh, you put your motherfucking hands on me? Oh, you put your hands on me? And commence to laying my big ass the fuck out. So, at that point, my cousin's like, oh, he is really getting his ass whooped right now. So, finally, my cousin gets up. <laughs> It breaks it up. My dad's outside at this point. And what happened? He thinks the shit he thinks it's hilarious if I'm out with my ass. So all you hear her saying, take your funky ass dog with you. Take your funky ass dog with you too, since you gotta go. Now mind you, Thanksgiving is the next day. And I'm a petty bitch, just like my mom's a petty bitch. Like, it's just what it is. So the next my cousin is texting me like, dog, you need to apologize. Apologize for what? She whooped my ass. So the next morning. My mom texted me and she apologized. She was like, um, I'm sorry. And I said, I said, what are you sorry for? For beating your ass? I said, okay, this is what she's doing. This is what she's doing. Okay. So I said, okay. So she's going to say, are you coming over for um, Thanksgiving dinner? I said, yeah, I'll be there. 
So I get there for Thanksgiving dinner. And she says, can you wash the rolls in the oven while I get dressed? And I said, no, I'm not watching the rolls. Like, you're the one cooking. I'm not. <laughs> and then the next day, I think she asked me to do her hair. She wanted to sew in. And because I'm petty and I just couldn't go to the fact that my mom beat my oh. ass at 23 years old. I said, yeah, you can, you can sew in, but you, you, you're paying for a price. Oh. And that was the last and worst answer that I got from my mama. So, yeah. I, I just, I believe in it because I, I think it's still also, you know, we were all raised in that one house. That Everybody lived in that one house at one point in time. Mm-hmm. And I think me and my brother was the last of that. But still, even my, even my grandmother whooped my ass. But I, I never, it was never <laughs> men figures in my life that ever disciplined me to that point. But, um, yeah, I just had to get that out, guys. It, 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 it works on my heart. It really does. So how do you feel about, um, you know, at what point do you think it's okay for, like, if you're dating someone, you guys become seriously involved, that someone can discipline your child? Never. Okay, good. Because I feel that same way. I mean, I just feel like at the end of the day, and there's no disrespect or anything like that, but, I mean, to some degree, you set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, not only do you set boundaries in the beginning of your relationship, but... You also got to know what you're dealing with. I mean, if your kid is bad as hell, you know, I guess either you need to refrain from dating or you need to make your child, um, uh, I don't want to say date worthy, but <laughs> <laughs> you need to make sure that they well behave. Right. I mean, I know all kids are going to act up and everything like that, but again, I don't think your mate or whatever the case may be should be disciplining your child. I mean, I think if there's a disagreement or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know, they can, you know, talk with you or whatever the case may be and you determine whether or not you're going to, you know, discipline or talk to your child because sometimes, you know, adults can be just like kids. Right. And, you know, try to be petty or whatever the case may be. So, you know, sometimes you got to be weary about that. Um, and then, you know, and I guess it all depends, too. So I'm not going to say necessarily, but I know that there are some instances where, you know, a child may have grown up with that person. Right. So in that instance, it may be a difference because mm-hmm. that's the only father figure that they know. Right. So in those instances, I think the bond is developed enough for that to be there if that right. person took over that role or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. um but if the father is definitely active in that child's life right. and there's another woman or another man around right. i'm not gonna just say from a man but no you shouldn't be letting nobody um discipline your child mm-hmm. i mean it's just a if of course if they're home alone with them and they're doing something that they shouldn't be yes mm-hmm. they have every right to say hey i don't think your mom or your dad would approve of you doing that or whatever the case may be. But if the child's not listening, then you call the parent. Right. Don't take it upon yourself to just start beating or sending people to their room or whatever the case may be because you don't have that thought. Mm-hmm. Now, because, speak, okay, so, you know, me and my brother, we had very smart-ass mouths, unfortunately. And when we, um, you know, got bonus parents, whether it was a bonus uh, stepmom or a bonus stepdad, we tried them very much so. <laughs> yeah, will. Exactly. But it's just, I just, it just at the point where I just felt like I'm at an age now where the only person that can tell me what to do is my mama or my daddy. Well. And 
I mean, I know we gave them strife, but I just didn't feel like that was certain things. Because, I mean, both people, I was just giving them hell. Um, yeah, we can talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so, now when it comes to, like, your tribe, like, your family that are helping mold your children into, hopefully, you know, upstanding citizens and great human beings, when it comes to that discipline, what does that look like? Well, for me, I don't let just anybody tap my child. Mm -hmm. um, there's only a set few that I probably, you know, that I would. Mm -hmm. I mean, her godmother. Right. Uh, my sister. Her godmother who ain't afraid to whip my else's ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, my sister. Um. And a couple of my aunts, mm -hmm. and my, and of course my grandmother, and I would say my father, but you know my father tries not to get to that point right. of having to spank, mm -hmm. but I would allow him to. Right. Outside of that, mm, and and I'm not even going to say you know uh, you know my grandfather because <laughs> the likelihood that she would get a spanking is probably right <laughs> zero to that. Okay. <laughs> And I think for me, I'm, I'm I'm kind of on the fence about it because, I mean, the two kids that are, like, close to me would be, you know, your daughter and then my my nephew. And I try my damnness to keep their asses from getting their butt wood. I really do. Like, it's been times I'm like, please come here so your mama do not get a hold of you. Or just be quiet. Or my nephew. I'm just like, bud, come here, please. Just come here. Just come here. And they don't want to listen. They just keep going. And I'm, right. I'm trying to save your black ass right now because I know right. it's coming. But even with, like, trying to correct them, even though they, they've gotten on my last nerve sometimes and, like, have tried me, I couldn't see myself doing it because, one, I was like, my, my niece, I can't, I, I can't, I can't do it. I just, I just can't. It's, it's. I just feel like it's certain places that I'm not in their role to do so. Well, and then and then right. with with my nephew, anybody that's met him know he's a sour patch kid. Meaning he can do something to irk your nerve, and at the moment he's like, "Oh my god, Uncle Deb, Deb, I'm so sorry." And he gets some damn eyes going. I just, I just, just, just leave me go go somewhere. I just, I can't do it. <laughs> my nephew, he, they have it in the palm of their hand. So, yeah. well, not only that, but I think. I think it's the relationship that you that that people develop with mm -hmm. the kids because just like with her, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. She only gonna try you to a certain extent, right? You know what I'm saying. It's just the relationship that y'all had. Mm -hmm. But I think if you, if it ever came to a point where you had to hit her, I think that would be probably the first <laughs> and the last. Because I think she would be hurt. Right. Because it would be something that she wouldn't expect. Mm -hmm. And very much so, if you did it, she probably deserved <laughs> it. And I mean, you really deserved it if you ever did. I think the only time... <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason I don't discipline other people's kids is because... Another story time. We was at our uncle's um, cookout that he used to have every year. Mm -hmm. And Tootsie Pop oldest daughter was there and Tootsie Pop daughter just kept freaking hitting me and I'm like can you leave me alone before I hit you back and she kept hitting me kept hitting me and I think I popped her back so of course she goes to her mom so I'm in the street playing with everybody else 
So Tootsie Pop come down her angry black woman wall <laughs> looking for me. And um, she said, why did you hit my daughter? And I said, well, I told her to leave me alone and stop hitting me and I just hit her back. <laughs> well, you need to come get me. So like I said, before, before you touch my child, you need to come get me. And I said, well, like I said, you need to tell her to keep her hands to herself. And so Tissa Pop will say, again, like I said. And I said, no, like I said. And then out of nowhere, Tissa Pop just popped my ass. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, so I don't have time for this. Because I haven't felt a hit like that since Trina hit me. And I don't want no problems with this. I don't. I don't. So I'm going to leave it alone. Just tell your daughter to keep her hands to herself and we're going to be good. So, I mean, I think thankfully both my niece and my nephew, they've gotten to a point where they know when my voice changes to sit the hell down. <laughs> I think what's funny is when my mom gets to say something to uh, either one of them. I, if I get a hold of you, and I'm like, look, <laughs> that hand don't work like it used to, okay? <laughs> no, and you got to catch her. No, but, 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 but for both of them still in, in, in soul, uh, they both would be shocked mm-hmm. if that happened because they, they don't think it's going to happen. And when it happens, it's going to be a shock. <laughs> it's going to be something else. So, but I don't think they're going to try it. I don't think they've tried it to that point. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I guess they know who to try. <laughs> but they only try, I think the only time they get to that point is when they try their parents. Mm. Mine's ain't learned yet. <laughs> and neither has Bud. Okay? Because mm. I be trying to save that little boy. I really do. I really Shoot. do. My sister try to save her too. She be like, she be like, don't do it, Mabel. <laughs> don't be the Mabel. But Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> but then it be sometimes where she be like, oh, no. You deserve <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. You did what in school? Oh, you deserved it. Yes. <laughs> so when it comes to dating, how soon is too soon to introduce your kids to whoever you're dating? Uh, how soon is too soon? Mm-hmm. I would say before, I mean, before, you know, before you understand where they are as far as kids are concerned. Right. Okay. And then, I- but then it's also, too, how your child deals with or is going to deal with you dating mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying sometimes i mean you, you it's, it's something that you have to introduce to both right and you have to make sure it's a point where both are comfortable okay and not just one like you know you got people that spring on and be like oh i'm dating i'm so in love let me bring this negro around mm-hmm. you know and it's like uh hello did you consider right you know his or her feelings right <laughs> about just because you head over heels it, 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 is your child okay right you know have you talked to your child or even given scenarios to your child to be to help them understand or mm-hmm. you know to see where they're at if they're acceptable or if they adapt to things like that before you introduce somebody. Mm-hmm. If you haven't done that, it doesn't matter what your feelings are. Right. Because first and foremost, as a parent, you have to sit your, your feelings aside and consider your child first. Because at the end of the day, the only person... It, it makes no sense for you to be head over heels and la-la in love in a relationship and then your child be hurting. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And like I don't have kids, but I've dated people that have had that has have kids, mm-hmm. have had kids, excuse me. 
what does have kids. And they have tried to intermix the two, I think, well before I think it was right. And I've kind of like cut that off because I'm like, I treat it like, even though I don't have kids now, I treat it how if I if I had kids, how right. I wanted to maneuver. Right. Meaning, I don't want nobody meeting my kids until I've met that person. That's just me. That's just my beliefs on it. Like, I want to know exactly who my kid is going to be around right. before it's even introduced. Because I need to know what kind of what kind of what kind of level you on, mm-hmm. because I already know how my child is. Right. I need to know where you are mentally yep. to see how y'all going to mess. Yeah. And not to say that you can't continue to date them, but until my child gets to a point where I feel like they're going to understand the whole situation. Yeah. Then we can we can discuss that. Yeah. Because, I mean, granted, uh, for instance, like with my with my dad. I don't know what it is with him trying to have me meet people he's dated well before I'm ready to because I'm just like because they've already had um, the 411 411 on me <laughs> and because I don't talk to my dad as often as I would like I don't know everything that's going on in his life or who he's dealing with and some things he's going through and when it'll be like okay Devin let's go out for your birthday okay cool okay can such such come I mean you pants so I can give a, a hell less about who you bring and so I get there, and they're like, oh, Devin, I heard so much about you. And now I got to fake the funk out of respect for my dad. Oh, I've heard so much about you, too. I don't know this woman from Tom Dick and Harry. So, and then also when, for instance, the whole time I meet my mom. Like, that, like, that, that should have been, like, addressed. Like, if you are dating someone... And you somehow end up in the same circle of your child or your child's parents, stuff like that. Right. Rain in your boyfriend or girlfriend. Right. Because especially at certain times where it's not warranted. Mm-hmm. Like if that time and place is not the place for um, y'all to meet. Right. Why press it? Because I mean, she kind of Devin, let me meet your mom, sweetheart. Right now is not the time. Right. And then, like, cause, and then you take it upon yourself. I see her walking up to my mom, and I'm like, baby, you don't know what she's about to come at you. Exactly. So, you might not want to do that. And I just, I was upset with my father, and I had a conversation with my father, because I was like, at that point, you should have stepped in as being the person that you had a child with, mm-hmm. and then you, the person that you're dating. Like, you should have said, right now is not the time. Right, most definitely. So, that's one instance where I'm just like, okay, you need to know when the right time is. But you know what I also have to say, too? Yes, he should have said something. But I think as an adult, you should know, you know, when the proper time to say something or not say something. Right. You know, like, for real, for real, if your first time meeting them, meeting a person or wanting to meet a person is during a time when either something tragic is going on or what that's not the time Mm -hmm. because it's not about you right you know that's like saying okay well we at the hospital whatever um and so you so pressed to meet you know the other parent or whatever now's not the time Mm -hmm. but i mean that's just having some cool right you know about yourself i mean but i mean that's i mean young people i guess i would give a pass to but not a grown woman (laughs) like you should have learned some kind of decency a long time ago. I mean, I know you may be eager, but the time to present itself when is when it's appropriate. 
Right. Point blank and period. Um, because even okay, so another story like when you get the opportunity to meet someone's kid, mm-hmm. do, are you putting in the proper time to really know this kid? And well, one instance, so pray for all in trouble with this. <laughs> But like my stepfather went like I I think because there was no like I didn't on both sides I'll take a copy of my own actions even though I was a childhood situation I didn't give him a chance to want to figure out what made Devin tick mm-hmm. and I think because him and my brother had a common um, interest right, as right. far as like sports and stuff like that that made them mesh better mm-hmm. than what happened with us mm-hmm. so from that jump it just gave me a sour feeling from there. Right. So every time I could get, I was messing with this man. Like I was really trying to get under this nigga's skin so he can fucking skedaddle. Like to the point where I tried to poison this man's fish. You tried or you did? I did do it. And I don't know, I don't know if I told my mom about this, but she can hear me. But I was staying at, we were, I don't know why I was staying at this man's apartment. But I don't know if him and my mom went to work or him and my mom went out or something like that. But I'm at the apartment. I don't think uh, my brother's dead. So he had like these exotic, expensive fish in this nice ass <laughs> fish tank. And I just found, I, I was like, okay, what can I put in the fish tank to kill him? So I, all I had was like a Reese cup. So I'm like, if chocolate makes dogs die, maybe it'll do the same <laughs> thing for fish. So I'm taking Reese cups, nickel balls, all dumping them into the fish tank. But the fish ain't eating them quick enough. And I could not find where he kept his little maintenance stuff. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm like, okay, it's getting dark. They about to come home. These fucking Reese cups and Snickers are floating around this fish tank. And then it does. So, they get to the house. I'm still on the couch, like, nothing even wrong. How did Reese Cup get in the fish tank? I don't know. <laughs> you know. What you mean you don't know your person is? I mean, was it there before I got there? Right. I don't, I don't know what you do in your house, sir. So, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Why would I give away good candy to a fish? That was one. I mean, putting eye drops and shit that I had putting eye drops in. I was really messing with this man trying to get him to just get at him. Because I did not like him. And I think I was, at that age, I was probably more jealous of the relationship that him and my brother had. And that's right. probably why I was reacting that way as a child. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's deep. <laughs> But but like like you said, I mean, dating somebody with kids or you dating with kids, I mean, it's a sticky situation and it's always hard because you have so many people's feelings that you have to consider mm-hmm. um, in in a situation. Um, you know, it's so unfortunate. Like a lot of times these days, and that's why you have to be careful. You really have to be careful. I mean, while you may find interest in a person, there may be some people out there. That will put up a front as if they want to deal with your kids. They right. just want to deal with you. Mm-hmm. But you don't know about that until later on or whatever the case may be. And they could be doing stuff to your kids or whatever the case may be when you're not around and stuff like that. That's why like, I don't even understand like when people are in relationships or just because you're in a relationship, people feel comfortable enough leaving their children at home. You know, with their significant other. Mm-hmm. There's been so many, you know, news articles or whatever coming out that, oh, the mother was at work, the significant other was, um, and even for women, do the same thing. The, the parent was at work, 
the significant other was at home taking care of the child and for whatever reason things got out of hand the child may have been crying whining whatever the case may be and that person put their hands on that child and either took their life or severely injured them mm -hmm. and you just have to be careful like again don't get me wrong i know nobody wants to be alone people want to be you know you want to have somebody that you could share your life with and do things with or whatever the case may be but again when it's, it's fine and dandy when you're single Mm -hmm. But when you have kids, you have someone else that you have to consider. And I mean have to. Mm -hmm. Like your feelings do not come first. I'm sorry. Right. As much as, you know, you want to consider just your feelings, you cannot. Mm -hmm. You cannot put, you cannot afford to put your child's life in someone else's hands. Because inevitably, that is what you're doing. Right. You're allowing because I'm so in love. I'm so whatever it is, infatuated mm -hmm. <laughs> that you would allow that to happen. And right. I'm sorry, like even for me, I mean, outside, just in general, I do not let just anybody keep my child. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> but like I, uh, I caution you folks that's out there dating, you know. Do your checks and references. Mm -hmm. You know, how really pay attention to how your mate responds to your child. The signs are there. Sometimes you overlook it because you want to be so in love with this individual or you develop, you know, that kind of feeling for that individual that you overlook how they treat your child, look at your child. I mean, it doesn't even necessarily have to be that they're saying anything to them. A, a look. Mm -hmm. will tell you whether or not they have great disdain for your child. Right. You know, if they, you know, so just simple things like that. And at the end of the day, you know, like I said, you have to pay attention to the signs and don't let just anybody keep your child. Like I said, it's okay for you to be in a relationship when you have a child and date and whatever the case may be but don't feel so obligated to bring your child into the equation until right. you are sure that this is the move for you right so now we're talking about kids and you know kids dispositions so if you were dating someone and they had a bad kid how does that affect I guess the whole dating situation. Like, is that a deal breaker, bad kid? It all depends. Like, there's some. It it, it would all depend upon how that person handles it. Uh huh. If that person recognized it and knew their child mm -hmm. and dealt with it responsibly and mature, mm -hmm. fine and dandy. Right. Now, on the flip side, if it's just they didn't see what happened, but the child is clearly being disrespectful. Mm -hmm. They don't say nothing or correct the child or anything like that. Whether it be to pull them to the side to do it so that they're not embarrassed mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. If they're not willing to do that, then honey, that's the makings of a disaster right there. Why? Because that means that that is what you're going to have to put up if y'all for the long haul, if, if that's what it is. Exactly. That child is going to constantly be disrespectful. The parent is going to make excuses for the child, mm -hmm. and you're going to be miserable. 
So you need to determine whether or not that's what you want to deal with. Or you can walk away at that point in time. Again, you know, you can put yourself in the situation or take yourself out. You don't have to deal with that. I can't deal with no badass kids. Mm -mm. I can't. Mm -mm. And it goes back to it's, it's a clear evident sign of that person as well that I'm mm -hmm. dating. Like if that's the kind of shit that you allowing, I can't I can't I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Like if you only just sit there and let them continuously be disrespectful, show out, and make excuses for them, like that just leads me to believe that you're excuse driven. Like you just let right. whatever go that you're not gonna be an active communicate communicator when we have something going on. So if I break something to you, you wanna be like, oh, just nonchalant about it. Mm -hmm. Or you're just fine with disrespect. Mm -hmm. So that's it's just it's just a side to me that I I can't deal with it. Well, I know. I mean, I dated someone. Well, I dated people who had kids. I mean, and and also married somebody who had a mm -hmm. child. Fortunately for me, you know, she was a a, a decent. It, she is a decent. She was a decent kid. I mean, and she's grown to be, you know, a very mature respectable adult right um so lucky for me i didn't have those issues <laughs> where you know you came in you you know you had someone come in and just be acting all crazy and stuff like that no she was a well-behaved child i mean i never had any problems out of her or you know had to correct her i think the one time that i may have said something to her was you know one time i brought her around the family and of course you know, sometimes the kids know they play rough, mm -hmm. and you know they was you know tagging each other and hitting each other. And I was like, look, <laughs> if you don't want you know to get hit like that, then don't play. Right. Because you know what I'm saying? They playing kind of rough. They mm -hmm. was punching. Right. So I was like, cause you know I didn't want that. If somebody punched, because all of the other kids would have been just fine, you know, wouldn't have said anything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you just don't want somebody to get hurt or feel like they've gotten hurt in those situations. So right. I'm just like, hey, if that's not what you prepared to receive, don't. then don't play. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that point for me, like even, even us as kids, we played like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't no... You go tell on so-and-so or whatever the case may be. You took your punch and you kept it pushing. Mm -hmm. So if this is not the game for you, don't play. Like, if all of y'all playing, and I somebody goes I have no sympathy after that. That's just how we did. Exactly. Because if all y'all playing, somebody get hurt, everybody getting their ass beat. Hello? God damn it. <laughs> it ain't going to be no, because it's going to be, oh, we, because you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, everybody was playing until you got hit. Right. Nah. Because <laughs> you was okay with hitting, right. just not getting hit back. Mm -hmm. No, you can't play like that. But like I said, um, I had a beautiful experience. Right. You know. And I guess that, that moves us to our main topic. Like as far as dealing with a baby daddy or a baby mama. Like coming into a situation where you're dating someone who has a child and their child's parents stuff like that. And I think, I mean, growing up, I mean, I wasn't a child when all this stuff happened as far as, like, speaking from personal experience. 
But I think from what I see now, I think it's been a beautiful, like, your situation. I think that's been beautiful as far as having a decent relationship with your bonus child's parents. Well, I'm not going to say that it was always no, no, I, I, yeah, I mean, I get We you. had our, our bumps and stuff like that, but sometimes you get to a point where you just have to mature, you know, and, nice. and for me, it's always about the kids first, mm-hmm. you know, forget grown folks' feelings or whatever the case may be, you know, and sometimes I can get into my own funk, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what it all boils down to me is about the kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and, and 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 I have an unusual kind of situation as well <laughs> because for my stepdaughter, and I don't like to refer to her as that, and I always tell people she's yeah, my daughter. oldest. Right. Now, of course, when they get to dig and they be like, oh, I only thought she had her. Okay. Well, people fucking nosy. Right, exactly. But then you don't want to explain. At the end of the day, she's my oldest. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm her sister's godmother. <laughs> but I, I think that's but that goes back to being a testament of being an adult. Y'all coming to like you said it wasn't always easy, but I think mm-hmm. y'all got to a point where you guys were able to communicate and come to a common ground where it was the kid like the kids is what it was going to be like. You want to make sure that you want them to know like okay I'm not going to like do something. Like, I'm here for the betterment of this whole situation. Right. Just like you want the, the best interest for your child, I got the same. Right. Like, because when I took on this relationship, I took on this person as a whole. Mm-hmm. And they come with that. Mm-hmm. So, that's just what it was. So, I think that's a beautiful thing. It is. It is. And it makes things much easier. You know, people don't understand, like, it's so painful. Because even on the flip, I think people... People don't understand where folks come from. Mm-hmm. Like me, honestly, I'm very overprotective of my youngest. Mm-hmm. Very. Um, who she's around, um, you know, who imparts stuff in her life. And I just don't want any mess around her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, because even for my own personal, you know, I honestly don't. Call it what you want. I will not allow (laughs) her dad to bring anybody around her. Right. But that doesn't just go for significant others or whatever the case may be. That means anybody. Because what I feel right. But what I feel like for her is I need for you to get to know her. Mm And develop that relationship with her so that you can understand her right. before you do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but everybody doesn't have that maturity level. You know, some people are still in selfish phases where it all boils down to what it is that they want, and that's that's what I that's what I was saying earlier with respect to you know how long um, do you wait before you introduce your significant other or whatever or the person that you're dating to your children again. You have to put your child first. Right. Regardless to how you feel about that other person. Mm -hmm. Because again, their feelings matter because they're still young. I mean, even Mm -hmm. for adults, you know, like I don't, I don't even, I'm an adult and I'll just say this. (laughs) I'm not saying that I would make things hard or whatever the case may be, but I guess it would be a little difficult 
um, like say if my dad started dating or something like that, mm -hmm. um, it would be a little difficult because all I've ever known is my mom and dad. Right. Now, granted, they're not divorced or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, my mother has passed on. But again, I'm an adult and I can honestly tell you that I probably would have a little bit of a hard time. I would have to get past it, of course, mm -hmm. because he's grown. He right. has to live. Right. You know, <laughs> but I would have a hard time. Would I be a little bit distant or standoffish to begin with? Probably so. I mean, that's I'm just human nature. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. And I'm not saying that at, 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 at my dad's age that he has to consider my feelings. Right. <laughs> because when you get up at age, you're like, look, right. I ain't got much longer. Exactly. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do me. You know what I'm saying? And he, I, he got the check in. But I'm just saying, as a child, right. I would have some hard feelings. <laughs> but and then also, like, for me, just to jump on that, also, it's like, I remember. What the hell? I'm sorry, I was reading something. Um, for me, at this age, <laughs> at this age, um, you know, like when, well, not even this age, like probably like after 18, it got to a point where like my mom has brung, you know, people that she's dated around and stuff like that in the past. And after a certain age, I'm just like, sweetie, is this who you want to date? This who you want to be with? At this point, you don't have to worry about me or my brother because that's what it's going to be. And what the hell is that? Oh, um, that's what it's going to be like. I mean, I can't dictate your happiness. If that's what makes you happy, then that's what it's going to be. But just, I'm, I'm just not going to be. If I don't feel like that person, I have a connection with that person. Mm -hmm. I don't have to deal with them. But if that's who right. makes you happy, I'm at an age now where it's not about. Me. I'm grown. You did your job. And you did. You, you made sure we was taken care of, and that's why I'm grown. And then, I think one. I think one of the lessons that my mom taught me was that I used to be so critical on some of the things that went on when I was younger, and I wasn't. I didn't have the the mental capacity to to, to dissect everything. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I started dating on my own mm -hmm. to realize some of the the hard issues that goes to being in a relationship. Right. And thinking it's just it's just it's just easy, sweet and pie, just say, Okay, I don't wanna do this, I don't be involved, I don't want just just stuff like that. So, um Yeah. But I mean and, and I agree with you, but I'm gonna tell you what, I'm still gonna have one eyebrow up because oh, I of course. Like, mm, of course. What's your motive? I'm now gonna be the first what's your motive? Like I told y'all last episode, my mama ain't raised no fool, but she damn sure raised a psycho. Okay? <laughs> I will find out <laughs> any dirt. <laughs> what, what's your motive? Cause what's your intention? Because my mom would tell you the difference between, between me and my brother is that my brother, he's hot-headed and he'll address something right then and there. And if it comes to, you know, fisticuffs and whatever, that's what's going to be. <laughs> See, me, I'm more tactical in mine because I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> but I'm very tactical in it. Where... I'll, I'll poke and I'll keep poking and I'll keep poking because what I want to happen is I want you to make the first move 
so then the I say I felt threatened, I blacked out. <laughs> I'm playing the white woman card, and I'm going to say I blacked out, I felt threatened, and I'm going to pull out my Brussels Chase boss cutter from outside. That's what's going to be. You know, I'm kind of from the <laughs> Okay. I, in the words of my grandfather, I'm gonna cut you too short to shit. Hey. Okay. But, no. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, let's see. We got some people typing in with some questions. Let's see. What's a deal breaker when dealing with people who have children? And that's from the pastor evangelist. Um. <laughs> Juanita. No, Juanita. S. Bynum's like no. No, I told, I told you her name is L. S. Kelly. Okay, okay, we got a we got we got a question. Read that again, Nisha. Yeah. Um, it is what's the deal breaker when dealing with people who have children? What's your deal breaker, girl? A bad child. Like you know, for real, for real. In all honesty, it wouldn't be the other parent. Because at the end of the day, the other parent can only do as much as you allow them to do. Mm -hmm. So you can deal with that. So if you have a decent child, but a disgruntled baby mama or daddy or whatever the case may be, you can get past that. Why? Because guess what? As long as you and your significant other do not allow that individual to disrupt your relationship or whatever the case may be or your household or whatever as long as you two agree not to do that you should be fine Mm -hmm. i mean they can go on doing whatever it is that they do you know but what would be a deal breaker the child themselves because again that's one (coughs) denominator that is not going to go away that's a lifetime let me see since i don't have i think it's the opposite for me what? It's the baby, the baby mama or daddy? It, it's, it's a mixture. I'm gonna get okay. So Ooh. the reason why I don't think a child would be the deal breaker, I mean, actually it would. The reason I'm saying that is because I think most times when kids act out, it's an underlying issue, and I think me as being you know my self-proclaimed therapist, I would literally try to sit down as much as their parent would allow me. To be involved as far as coming to figure out what's really making them act the way they act. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, that can only be granted from their parents mm-hmm. um, without me crossing bounds. Now, I will also say the baby, the baby, the other, the baby's parent, mm-hmm. because um, I can't do so much. I guess back like if the ba- the baby parents is like extra with it, I can't deal with that. I I I just can't. Like don't have him around my my child. Don't have him. I don't want him around. Like first of all, you haven't even had a conversation with me to know the type of person I am. So to think that I walk around a certain way or I come from a certain background or have or carry myself a certain way without even having a sit down conversation with me, mm-hmm. if that's how you acting off break, I can't deal with that. Because I'm all fine and dandy with having a communication. Like, anybody knows me, I can have a, communica- a conversation with anyone. Even if it's somebody that has done me wrong. Mm-hmm. Because just me, I'm just intrigued about how people's mind works. So if you've done something wrong to me, I really want to get down to the bottom as to why you did this. And that's just me as a Scorpio, as whatever. It's just me as a person. Now, another reason... A deal breaker would happen 
is if the person I'm dating does not know how to handle the situation. If you don't know how to rein in your fucking child's parent or not let them dictate what the fuck goes on in our household, then I got a problem with that. Right. Or if your kid is acting out and you're not taking the necessary steps to make sure they're good or figure out what the bottom line of why they're acting out, I don't want no parts of that because if we, for whatever reason, decide to start having kids, I don't want that shit to happen to my child also. Not saying that my child will be any different than yours. Right. I just don't want to bring another being in here mm-hmm. that's going to be subjected to one of their parents not paying attention to the call out signs of why they're acting a certain kind of way. Right. No, and I agree. I agree with, and, and that's why I said I don't have a problem if the the the, the child's parent want to act crazy. As long as you all in are, are in agreement that that does not affect what y'all got going and stuff like that, and that mm-hmm. person, you know, you don't allow them to disrupt yours because you got some people that uh, allow that to run or ruin their relationship or their household. Mm-hmm. But but as long as you have it to where that person is acting like a fool on their own, you know, and you're not participating and it's not affecting your relationship or your household, mm-hmm. oh, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. And I'm not saying, and I do agree with you, there are some kids that act out because of the other parent. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It's not always cause for, but when you got that the child is behaving like that and the parent is condoning it, mm-hmm. that's a problem for me. And right. we did get another question. Mm-hmm. Um, what if the significant, what if the significant other told you that their that if their child didn't like you, that you all couldn't be in a relationship. <laughs> bye boo, bye boo. Date your date your son or your daughter. <laughs> bye boo. Now I don't know because I know my mom knows that I was not a fan of somebody that she's dated, and I'm not really sure if she told them. I mean, because I think it was quite evident that I didn't like them. I mean, it was just the signs were there. <laughs> so I don't even think they had that conversation. Um, I don't know. What if somebody told me that their child didn't like me or didn't want this together? What would I do? Because children will sabotage. That's what you don't understand. Oh, right? I, oh I know because I did right, right, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, at the end of the day, then we over. Like, I'm not going to beg you. If you deem that your child don't like me and that's a deal breaker for you, mm-hmm. then I guess we done. And I think I also say, oh, get, get, let, me, let me have one more chance with your child or whatever. Well, go on. But the thing also is, if they're not fostering that line of communication, like, I don't know if people are, if people think that kids don't understand or they can't, their minds can't fathom just because they're a little kid, they can't process things. Mm-hmm. But why not have that conversation? Like, why can't you bring your, like, if, if you're at that point where now your child is now around the person you're dating, mm-hmm. why can't your child? be involved in a conversation as far as why they feel as though they don't like the person that you're bringing around. Right. Because, and then, I mean, that, that takes a lot of different parts because I'm like, okay, can they handle your child telling them the truth? And can that person <laughs> use the correct verbiage to, to tell this child and have this conversation going on? Because I think Children are a lot smaller than what people think. Ooh, especially these ones. These I call them the new age kids. Honey. <laughs> they know. They know more than you know. Exactly. And the things that, as parents, and I like I, said, I only speak from my situation I've been in as a child. I think if 
we would have had those conversations and it gave me a chance to say, okay, I feel this way because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And then, because most times, I me mean, adults might not know why they feel that way. Mm-hmm. We don't feel it. We don't, they might not know because we're not having that conversation. Right. So I think it goes back to having being able to know that your child can, can carry a conversation, mm-hmm. express themselves, even it might not be the way you want to, but if they can express themselves in a conversation, it might work out. Because if, if I was in a situation where I didn't like someone and I'm saying, okay, well, I, don't, I feel this way because you do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Or if there's another child in a situation, I get upset when you pay more attention to my sister or brother. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like you pay more attention to my sister and brother because of this. Right. That person might not know they're doing it. And that is true. That because, is you true. know, nine times out of ten, we latch on. Because I, I, I've done it. Like with my little cousin. I love. I think I love all my little cousins equally the same. But there's ones that have latched on to me mm-hmm. that I take... I, 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 I'm I more, I don't know what the word, yeah. attentive to. Right, right, right. And stuff like that. So I think when people, when you don't bring that stuff to people's, you know, forefront, they don't know how to do it. And just it. like with adults, a lot of times if you don't communicate or you're silent about it, mm-hmm. it, it is a miscommunication or a misunderstanding because, you know, one person is perceiving it this way. And like you said, the other person may not be aware that that's what they're doing. You know, and it could be something that's, simple as when you ask a child if you're not asking your child why they don't like so and so you know what I'm saying um, and they just say well I don't like them mm-hmm. you know what I'm, and you're just drawing it off of that without saying hey you know why don't you like them because right. sometimes kids reasons could be as simple as I don't like them because I don't like the way they talk or I don't like the way they sound or I don't like the clothes they wear or, you know some dumb stuff like that mm-hmm. so you're not even digging but again, I think a lot of so, just like with relationships, mm-hmm. communication. Because even when you begin to introduce your child, I think you should talk to your child and say, "Well, you know." And it's not an adult conversation, but you're having a you're having open dialogue with your child. One, so that your child can um, feel open. Right. To discuss anything with you about hiding it or whatever the case may be. So you should go to your child. If you're in a relationship and you think it's serious enough to where you may want to introduce this person, then you would probably give your child an introduction. Right. By sitting down with your child and having a conversation saying, hey, you know, daddy or mommy seeing, you know, an individual and, you know, I really like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would really like for them to meet you and I would like for you to meet them. Mm-hmm. You know, give them that open opportunity so that one, they don't feel left out. Two, they don't feel pressured. Mm-hmm. And three, they don't feel like that person that person is being pushed or forced upon them. Right. You know, um, and then and then to to kind of help ease the child into that would sort of find out what, you know, do something that the child is interested in doing, Mm -hmm. you know, and then work from there so that they feel a part of something. Right. And not so much the third wheel. Mm -hmm. Um, And and you always, and you always have to try to do that on a constant basis. Right. Not making the child feel like they're the third wheel, but they're a part of, you know, your growth, 
you know, your relationship growing and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. your your relationship is going to grow with them as well. Right. So you do have to take the time out to get to know them and, you know, want to spend time with them. Um, yeah. Okay, the one part I wanted to jump in when you said, before we get to the next question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something I would do, because like you said, um, it could be something where the kids are saying, well, I don't like because the way they talk. Well, I don't like them because the way they act. Mm-hmm. I think at that point... I think that's more so they're still not comfortable with the situation. True. And I think at that point, if I, if, when I'm dating somebody that has kids and that does become like the topic of what their underlying feelings are, I would, I would step back from the situation. Not saying step back from my relationship, but I think me being around too much when the kids are around mm-hmm. because they're still not okay with the, 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 they're still not okay with the fact that mommy and daddy aren't together. So maybe I shouldn't be around as much when they're around. But that's not that's not healthy either. Okay. And the only reason why I say that is because if you feel like you're not going to be around as much as as you want to be or would like to be, that's not solving the problem. Okay. That's only adding to the problem. Because that's like saying, okay, well, I don't have to deal with your child. If your child doesn't want to deal with me, then I'll only deal with you when they're not around. That's okay, not okay. okay. That's not okay. Okay. You know, you find out. I mean, you can try to work, you know, to make and 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 if that's not your makeup, then you don't. But if if it's something and the relationship is decent and everything like that, and it's just a quirk like that, you can try to work. And, you know, find out what the underlying issue is, you know, try to make that child comfortable. Because at the end of the day, children just want to be heard Mm -hmm. and they want to be understood. Mm -hmm. And I think as long as you get to a point where you can do those things, the child will be a lot more comfortable. Right. And then sometimes I think it's a matter of even taking time and having a one on one with that child, Mm -hmm. you know. To say, hey, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? Because if you confront a child in front of their parents, that could be a defense mode right. kind of thing for a child. Like, okay, we going to do this. <laughs> but if you have that one-on-one with the child to try to get to know them and try to understand where they're coming from and you're um, genuine, mm-hmm then that child will probably be truthful with you and you could probably start there. Right. But if you decide that, hey, I'm only going to be around when, well, look, that relationship is probably not (laughs) going to last much longer. Right. It might last long, but it ain't going nowhere. Mm -hmm. If that's what you do, that I'm only going to deal with you when the child is not here. Um, I think... We got a last question. It was how, wait a minute, how would you handle your significant other favoring your and and his child over your child from a previous relationship? What? I'm going to need y'all to word these damn questions because <laughs> ghost better. I don't know. Maybe, is okay, that, how is would it, you handle if the person you're dating, y'all have a child together, but you also have a child from another relationship? Is that what they're saying? So, is it 
Okay, so you mean they, they, they have a child? So you have a child separately from this person. Y'all come together and y'all have a child together. So okay. you have a child from a previous relationship and then you have one from your current relationship or whatever. See, in all honesty, I would I would tend to think that if, if you favor if you favor your child, whether it be your child from a previous relationship or a child that we had together over a child that I had from a previous relationship, we got a problem. Mm -hmm. Cause at the end of the day I feel like, you know, there should not be any favor. Right. Yes, I understand that they may be your blood. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you chose to date that man or woman with that child. Mm -hmm. Your duty is not to make that child feel unwelcome. Right. You know, whether it's your child or it's not your child, you're supposed to make that child feel welcome and you're supposed to be genuine and sincere about it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, you, you you don't favor one over the other. Right. Because to me, that just shows that you just never gave a D-A-M-N to begin with. <laughs> like, it's either you care about them, you love them wholeheartedly, or you don't. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it can't be no, oh, Cause this is the you, package deal. you good, you good until mine come along or whatever the case right. is. <laughs> You know, it's, it's none of that. It's, mm. it's like you said, it's all or nothing. Like, you can't say, I'm going to take this, but I'm going to leave that. Right. No, because again, you you still have to realize that that is still, and I don't care at what age, you still have to realize that that is a person, mm -hmm. that is a child, depending upon how old they are, and that child still has feelings right. and can see that and understand that. And everything like that. I'm sorry, we got a message from our showrunner. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read a, a question. But um. But yeah, um, as as my views on it, because I have, and this I'm gonna just finagle a story with this or whatever, because um, just switching things up. So. I have a family member on my paternal side. Is that paternal or maternal? Paternal. Not going to say who it is, whatever, but um, I just didn't like the... It, she had a baby and the baby dad... The, her baby daddy was, you know, still involved. Like, he was doing for his, his child and everything mm -hmm. like that. She started dating someone else. Now, the issue I had with the situation is if that father is still doing for that child that they're supposed to, I don't. I wasn't feeling how he was trying to dictate that father who was actively involved mm -hmm. relationship with his child. Oh, no. Meaning like, okay, they can only pick them, pick their daughter up at a certain time if they were home. Nigga, why you gotta be home for for me to pick my own child up? Right. Like I don't understand. Like I don't. I don't get that. Or um, the communications could only be if he was home. What? Why I gotta be no. home? To, like that? That that, that no. bothered me. Like you're taking your role a little too far from me. Well, that right there was insecurity. It ain't it ain't about taking a role. That right. was insecurity right there. At the end of the day, we are done. I understand that you're in a new relationship. I could care less. At the end of the day, what it all boils down to is about my child. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day. For real, for real, we can make this a nightmare and I could try to file for, you know, custody myself. Right. Since you're having an, an issue dealing with the relationship. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, 
you knew she had a child with someone before you got with her. Right. You should have dealt with that. So maybe that's going to take some counseling or something like that <laughs> or whatever the case may be for you to get over yourself. But again, it's not your child. Right. So therefore, my communication is not solely to you on what I do with my child. And if they do have a custody agreement or a visitation agreement, the visitation agreement is not with the significant other. Right. It is with the child's mother or father. So at the end of the day, I need to deal with the other parent mm -hmm. and not you. Right. If you want those type of responsibilities, then you need to go out there and have your own kids. Okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, you know end that on that by saying like this is only what I saw on the outside looking in. Uh -huh. But from what I saw, I my cousin. The person that was her child's father was active, and that's fine. And but I but then what I saw was this other person dictating what their child could do with their father. Uh -huh. Like, and another I didn't like was okay if her father bought her stuff, you would never see her in the stuff her father bought. You would never see her wearing the stuff that. Anything that her, her father provided. Oh, wow. I don't know if it was out of spite. Mm -hmm. I don't know because of how they ended was bad. Mm -hmm. But I just felt like he was overstepping his boundaries as oh, just definitely. a boyfriend. Like, if you're oh, just definitely. a boyfriend, nigga, you don't regulate, uh, regulate anything that goes over here. But here's the thing. She allowed it to happen. Exactly. So the problem is with her, for the most part, yeah, he has an issue too, but that's Something that she should have nipped in the bud. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, again, the mother is putting her feelings before the child because inevitably the stuff that's going on is is impacting the child. And the child sees, mm -hmm. you know, maybe indirectly, but the child knows something. They know daddy bought all these gifts. And where I can't daddy's get? Right. You know what I'm saying? Where's them clothes my daddy? You know, I went to the store with my daddy and bought these clothes back. Why can't I wear them? And then we did have another one um, where, okay, you, you, you have a child. Mm -hmm. And you go on to have another child. And you begin to favor the child or the child have. becomes more important. The the, the, the the your new child with whoever your significant other or whatever takes precedence over the relationship. The child you have a different relationship. Right. Okay. Um. So that's the question or the whatever. The comment. The yeah, the comment, a comment or question that we have. Um. So I guess with that, at the end of the day, if you had, regardless of who you have kids with. Um, and, and if you're the parent of the two children, like say if, if, if it's a guy, um, and they have, um, a child from a previous relationship, but then they have a, 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 a child with, um, their significant other that they're with now, mm -hmm. um, no, they should try to treat their children, even though they're by two different people, they should try to treat, treat both of their children with, with love and care and, and and all of that because at the end of the day those are your children you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. just because you have that child with someone else or because you're with that other parent 
does not mean that you say, and, and it may be a mental thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where, you, you know, for whatever reason, either it brings bad memories or mm -hmm. whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. But again, that is your child. Mm -hmm. You are supposed to love your child. And none of your children are better than the other, whether you're with the parent or not. Right. At the end of the day, both children need to receive the same kind of love. And I feel like even from a step-parent perspective, your children should not be loved differently. Mm -hmm. Should they be catered to differently because of their personalities or whatever the case may be? Sure. But none of them should feel slighted. If, like I said, even if you're from from a parent's perspective, you 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 are supposed to be the parent. Right. You're supposed to be the protector. That's of their feelings. Mm -hmm. That's you know of everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So no, you don't treat your kids differently. Um. And you know, I know that there's that whole big thing about you. You know, oh, I love my children equally. Yes, you love your children equally, and I think some people struggle with that mm -hmm. because they say, how can you love your children equally and blah blah blah. Yeah, you love your children equally because is I it, think that a love between a parent and a child is unconditional love. That's what a child receives or is supposed to receive from their parents. Unconditional love. And I feel like... I gotta jump in that because I, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I gotta jump in is because I might get cut up for saying this. <laughs> but when you say unconditional love, the only like there there's a different kind of love when it comes from a mother. For me, this is just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a different kind of love that comes from a mother than it comes from a father. I feel like, and this is just from personal experience, I feel like unconditionally, a conditional like when you think of unconditional love. I, I, I weight that on the same level as a mother's love, and only from only yeah. from only from experience. I'm gonna go speak like that because I, I think that out of there's conditions when it comes to in my experience where I've dealt with, um, you know, paternal issues and stuff like that, where I felt like me and my my fathers or fathers um, kind of clashed because of whatever was going on, mm -hmm. whereas when it came to my mom, yeah, it, it was a struggle with certain things, but if certain things were coming to question, I knew she was going to be there. Right. If somebody had something, that's either either she didn't at the time when certain things came up, or it will that'll be another topic from later on, but if, when certain things came up, um, either she didn't understand at that time, or she, she, she wasn't at a point where she could digest everything, mm -hmm. but... If somebody was to ever jump up and say something, mm -hmm. regardless of whatever she was still trying to digest, mm -hmm. oh, it was going to be, somebody was going to be a twirl. <laughs> now, from a father's standpoint, when I brought it to one of my paternal uh, figures, it wasn't that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that. So, I, I feel like when we talk about unconditional love, I, I, I wait that with mother's love. Well, but, yeah. and, and, and for the most part, yes. And that's not always true in cases either where it's a mother's love. Now, I will say most times, you know, as, as women, and I'll speak from my own experience and being a, a mother, your instinct is to nurture and protect. Like, my child can pluck 
my nerves all day long. You know, I can I can discipline her, I can spank her or whatever. But at the end of the day, no matter what she does, good or bad, I'm always going to be here for her. Mm-hmm. And you do have some fathers that have that same, you know, outlook or whatever the case may be on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, do most men? Probably not, but you do have a lot of men that do feel that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to put it totally on fathers right. because then you also, on the other hand, where a mother's supposed to be nurturing <laughs> that that baby came from your womb, you, that then baby grew, grew and, and, <laughs> and let me tell you something, and I'm telling you they could feed them from a 10-foot wooden spoon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that child ain't even dead. Right. You know, so... Some, there's some there's some mothers that don't have that instinct either, right? Which is a trifling mess. But <laughs> like I'll just say, a parent's love, especially when they come from you, right? Whether you're the father or the mother, that child is supposed to receive unconditional love, and it's not supposed to be conditioned based on whether or not you with the parent or not. Mm-hmm. It's because that's your child and that's what they look for. Your children are looking for nothing but love. Your children don't your children don't look at your mistakes. Mm-mm. Your children don't count, you know, that hey, you, you might have done this or whatever. Your child will still love you mm-hmm. regardless. And all they want to return is that same thing. Right. All they want is love. Back now, from you. Now back on the quest the last question we had as far as, mm-hmm. you know, People treat your child differently. Mm-hmm. The problem that I have with that, okay, so if I have a child and mm-hmm. we come together and we create another one together, mm-hmm. I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. Now, hopefully, I mean, if I had a vagina or you know reproductive age to carry a child or whatever, <laughs> or if I laid down with somebody to um, to procreate with, I mean, one, I know the the ramifications of having unprotected sex, but that's just what it is. But um, if I had chose to lay down with you knowing that we could possibly have a child together, I'm a realist, meaning that I don't I don't believe, you know, people aren't forever. We know things can happen. Yeah. But if I choose to bring you bring a child in the world with you or have you around my child Mm -hmm. and we get married. Mm hmm. God forbid something happens to me at a point where my child is still growing to be an adult mm-hmm. and we are married. Mm-hmm. The reason I chose and I because me saying if I had kids, my deciding factor on saying yes was not because of my love for you. Mm-hmm. My deciding factor was the fact that I'm saying yes because I am confident in the fact that knowing that if something was ever to happen to me, mm-hmm. that I knew that you would raise my child up just the way I would. Yeah. That's the only way I'm saying a full committed yes to you mm-hmm. when I already have a child previous to you. Mm-hmm. So, with me saying that, if I have a child already, we have a child together. Mm-hmm. Something happens where we are no longer together, mm-hmm. whether we decide to split amicably, whatever that word is, I'm amicably. drunk. Thank you. <laughs> or it, it, it splits on bad terms, or God forbid something happens to me mm-hmm. where I'm not here anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't want nobody to to drag out me not being here. Mm-hmm. So of course you're gonna date if that comes around. Mm-hmm. What happens 
when they date somebody else and they eventually have kids with this person, mm -hmm. are they going to treat the kid that I brought into this world with you mm -hmm. differently mm -hmm. than the child they have with them? Right. And some people do. And I'm not for that. Because what you're not going to do is treat my child like somebody's backseat. Hello. You're not. Ooh. So that's just one of the things that I think about. Mm -hmm. Even though I don't have kids, this is stuff like, it's one of the reasons why I waited to have kids. Mm -hmm. Or why I'm still waiting to have kids. Because I need to know, because I'm still trying to find, you know, a relationship that works for me and all that kind of stuff like mm -hmm. that. And I haven't found nobody that I'm comfortable bringing around. Even my damn net, like... If right. I, I don't feel comfortable bringing people around my kids. Right. If I haven't got to that point where you can be around, right. I mean, fam, cut like people around my age. That's fine. Like you can come and go. Right. But enough to make an impression because kids are impressionable. Right. 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 If I don't trust you enough to bring you around my my little cousin that I cold dear to me, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. Right. It's right. just not. And I get you, and I wish more people were like that. You know, I'm not look. We're not on here up. trying to tell y'all how to parent or anything like that, but just from experience, like a lot of times, again, that goes back to you have when you become a parent, you take a back seat mm -hmm. because at that point, you are now responsible for that little person's life. So at the end of the day, you need to do what's right for them because whatever decisions you make your child has to live with mm -hmm. and good or bad your child has to live with that and you have to think for yourself is this what i want my child to live with is this what i want my child to see you know is this what i want is this what i want my child to believe life is about or do i want to show them something better right you know and and to be honest so when you're when you're dating someone with kids you have to be mindful of what it is that you plan to impart in that little person's life mm -hmm. and the role that you want to play in that little person's life. Because again, what you do does make an impact whether you believe it or not. And for the parent, for the person that is the parent going into a relationship, you have to also caution yourself to say, not only what can this person bring to the table as far as I'm concerned, but what can this person bring to the table as far as my child is concerned? Correct. Because if my child is not even part of the playing cards and I'm the only one that you want to deal with, honey, I'm going to fall when I get up from the table, honey. We ain't dealing. So you, you just have to put things in perspective. And I always say, as much as people hate and don't want to hear what I'm about to say, mm, Jesus. your child comes first. You, my grown person, need to take a back seat. If you did not want to take a back seat, keep your legs closed. Oh, that was great. So, I was hoping that we'd get none in an hour, but clearly we cannot do a show in that fucking hour and a half. Well, I mean, but these are good topics, and these yeah. are things that people go through on a daily basis, and you must know. So I'm sorry if people is having second thoughts or whatever the case may be, but honey, you must do best <laughs> for yourself and for your children, honey, and for your unborn children, too. But that's a whole nother topic. Child, yes. Mm. Well, anything else you want to touch on, girl, before we let the people go? No, I think I think we've covered a lot. I mean, and I hope the people are listening and they and they truly understand. I mean, 
you know, your people don't like to hear. Mm-mm. You know, <laughs> accountability is a big thing. <laughs> but it is what it is, honey. And I'm sorry. I know, like I said, everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants that special someone. But sometimes, honey, when the red flags are raised, boo boo, mm-hmm. roll. It's best for you and it's best for them. You know, it saves you some time from having to rescue your children later. From either being mentally or emotionally or whatever damaged, you know. Sure, so yeah. save them and not yourself. I mean, you grown, you could deal with it. But I mean, inevitably, I'll say I don't discourage dating people with kids or whatever. Just know what you're getting into. Sure, yeah. And understand what it is that you're getting into, and you know what it all entails. So, I want to enjoy another piece of Takira's cake. Yeah. So, I'm about to let y'all go, but I want to leave y'all with this quote, since it is Black History Month. Well. And it's from Frederick Douglass. And it says, it is easier to build strong children than it is to repair broken men. Woo! So, I'm going to leave you guys on that, and we'll see you guys next week. All right.